St. Paul's Faith to Go podcast, your on-the-go resource for everything you need to have faith discussions throughout your day, at home, at work, with your friends, and with your family. My name is David Tremaine. I am the Director of Outreach and Formation here at St. Paul's Cathedral. And my name is Maya Little Sonia, and I am the Agape House Fellow here at St. Paul's. Hi, Maya. Hi, David. How are you doing? I am super well. I'm super excited about this week. Yeah. It's a pretty loaded topic. It's so weird to record a podcast because we have to pretend like we just saw each other for the first time today, but we've been sitting here talking about the podcast for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's like, okay. how are you? It's for all the people out there in podcast land because we're just saying hello to you too. So yes. hello, everybody. Hope you are well. Yes, we hope you are well. This podcast will be coming out, I'm going to get the date right this time, on the 22nd, which is next Monday. <laughs> Um, today is the 16th. We're recording here in my office, uh, overlooking Balboa Park. It's a beautiful day outside. And today we are going to be talking about prayer. And this uh, week's topic is prayer, not just talking. And so we're going to be talking about different aspects of prayer, what different kinds of prayers look like, the resources we've got, our age-appropriate ways of starting to have conversations about prayer and what prayer is and what you can do to pray, what kind of things you can pray for, different ways you can pray, all this kind of stuff about prayer, what it does in our lives, and what it does in the life of the world. Um, So we're going to start with our scripture reading, which is from Matthew chapter 6, and here is Maya. All right, so with Matthew chapter 6, verse 6, it is saying, but whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret, and your father, who sees in secret, will reward you. So we had a fun time looking up the different words Mm -hmm. for the Greek translations of these words. Um, David and I are nerds like that. (laughs) And we decided to look up the word for room that is translated here. And we thought it was interesting that it was like inner chamber. It was like a secret room. Um, And it was, I don't think he's physically like, He's not, Jesus isn't physically saying, okay, go into this one room and do this physically because people that are houseless, then that's not mm-hmm. an option. But he's talking about, you know, going into the innermost parts of your heart and like contemplating by yourself in a place that isn't, that isn't shallow and it's an inner room and mm-hmm. secret. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, I think that's right on. Like uh, the, it's, it's very clear that, um, this word inner room, secret room, is is Jesus not saying that only people that have houses is and a, have multiple rooms in their houses an escape can chamber. Pray. Right. Yeah. So like houses back in Jesus' time, two thousand years ago, weren't like these giant mansions with a whole bunch of rooms in them. And there was no real thing like in inner no. room. One room schoolhouse. Oh wait, let me show you to my prayer room. Like right. no. Oh wait, no, I can't. It's secret. So this comes in a place where Jesus is is talking about the ways that the like the ways that prayer can be fruitful and the ways that prayer is probably not going to be fruitful. And so what he is asking people to do and urging people to do is be really intentional about their prayer and to be really intentional about their prayer life. And that that prayer life takes place deep inside of us, that there is this deep inner connection and union with God so that we go into our inner room and we find a, an indwelling God that is in this secret place mm-hmm. within us and that we each have this dear secret 
vulnerable place within us that we can go to talk to Mm -hmm. God. No matter where we physically are Mm -hmm. and geographically are, which I think brings us to our theologian, who is R.E. Charles Brown. Yes, R.E. Charles Brown, who was an Irish priest in the at the turn of the century mm-hmm. he was born in 1906 died in 1975 so right in the middle of the 20th century there he was writing and uh, today we have a short passage from him about prayer so this is charles brown also known as charlie brown yeah just kidding maybe he should sue okay. prayer may be called a relationship that includes all relationships a longing for the experience that includes all experiences realization that the knower, the known, and the knowing are one. An adventure that takes place, takes me into mysterious parts of my being. Prayer may be called an expansion of my self-awareness, which is another way of describing the feeling of having found God in myself and myself in God. And so this speaks really well to um, the scripture for today. Jesus talking about finding our inner room and finding that God is waiting for us there. You know, He's saying, what he's trying to point to is that um, prayer is not just a thing that we send out into the world and hope that things out in the world change. No. It's that we are taking, it is like an internal experience. And we ourselves, yes, exactly. You just stole my line. No, I'm talking. <laughs> we ourselves are transformed when we pray. And uh, it's not just, I think, yeah, like you said, sending a plea for help, it's also cultivating our inner self and our um in the relationship within all relationships we are nurturing while being nurtured mm-hmm. um we are giving advice while getting advice i think it, i think it's good to ourselves yeah and all these all these like deeper and deeper layers of finding our union with god and with all of creation with other people all mm-hmm. happens through spiritual disciplines and spiritual disciplines like regular prayer and that prayer can take on any kind of form and it can look a whole lot of different ways but the idea is that by having this practice by going and and responding to this yearning to find god uh in ourselves and in the world around us and have a deeper relationship then it is presented to us just like jesus says Mm -hmm. this god who is in se- the father who is in secret will reward you. And we actually looked up the etymology for that, and it's like, we'll get it back. It, like, right. what we invest, we'll get back. Right. In that time. So, so. true. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's the end of our introduction, and so now we're going to move into the zero to four-year-old age group and the resources for that age group. Okay, so this week's zero to four-year-old resource is a video. It's simply entitled Prayer, but really uh, what it does is explain in an animated way and uh, with some voiceover uh, what prayer is, kind of at its most basic, and what all the different forms that prayer can take and all the different places that you can pray. And specifically, it talks about prayer as kind of talking and talking to God. Um, but it's more than just talking to God and it kind of gets us beyond just this idea that it's just a, like a one way conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're just talking at God or wish list, you know, like some people think that's like when I was a kid, I thought Santa was God. So that doesn't really, (laughs) uh, work out. Um, but I did like how it was saying it was like having a conversation. So not just talking at God. And not just asking him for stuff, but also having a dialogue. Because in zero to four, that's kind of, well, I mean, to a, one to two, that's when they learn to actually 
speak right. and have language. Right. But then as they get kind of on the older side of that, it's like how to ask for things in a constructive manner and not just cry. But um, also with other having conversations with people um, and imagining a conversation with Imagining it as a conversation with God is a helpful foundation right. and not just like this thing that you right. asked for. Because back, going back to our, our, our title, our topic for this week, prayer, not just talking, is that mm-hmm. a conversation is more than just talking. A conversation right. requires also listening. So a conversation is not just between you and a person that is just going to keep listening and listening and listening and listening and never mm-hmm. say anything back. So it starts to, starts to get us into that uh, idea that that prayer kind of is a two-way conversation and not just a talking at, but it's also okay to start with saying, Hey, you can sit down and talk to God about anything. Yes. You can sit down and yeah. talk to God anywhere. And when, the talking you... is a helpful foundation, but right. you need to build on it. But right. to start out, it's good. And so the, this age group, we have our wondering questions. And so some of the wondering questions we have are, I wonder what kinds of things we can pray for just to open up the possibilities of, of all the things and the, and really the answer is it's anything, but just what are the things that come to your child's mind about what they can ask God for? I wonder where God is when we pray. And this gets into this kind of this idea that, you know, this hard, this age group is not one that can do a lot of conceptual thinking is very um, based in kind of clear, structured, tangible reality. But still there's this idea that, you know, you can have, you can convey the idea that God is everywhere and God is mm-hmm. within you and God is listening. Um, I wonder how God can hear us when we pray. Again, this same kind of uh, question. And I wonder what God's voice sounds like. So that starts to get us into the listening aspect, the second mm-hmm. side of the conversation. So that's our, uh, that's a good transition point into our five to 10 year old age range. So our, uh, our next one is going to be five to 10. Okay, so this week in our 5 to 10 year old resource, we have a video from the Bible Project uh, about the Hebrew word Shema. And the Hebrew word Shema means listen. And the Shema is also the name of a uh, traditional prayer that uh, Jewish people say uh, in the morning and in the evening. And it is the part in um, Deuteronomy where Chapter 6, where God says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. Love God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind, with all your strength. And is what Jesus is referencing when he mm-hmm. says that in the Gospels. So this is like a very deep, important part of the Jewish tradition. Um, and so the video takes you through uh, not just the word, the Hebrew word Shema, but the fact that Shema in English means listen but all the different nuances of mm-hmm. the Hebrew word, that it's not just hearing, but that listening requires something right. beyond hearing. It ties it to action and that you listen and then you do mm-hmm. kind of that obeying uh, God. Um, developmentally, I think it's really interesting um, because 5 to 10, you know, in school we actually do learn about root words and in certain English words and prefixes and suffixes and what do they mean. So we learn about that English words come from other languages. And so I thought that the etymological aspect of this was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we also learned the difference between hearing and going, uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh, got you, and listening with intent and some kind of response mm-hmm. um, and really 
the difference between listening and hearing and then comprehension, understanding, grasping, and how that plays a role in prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Right. And it reminds me of, and so it's got this, it gets us into the connection between listening, that that listening has within it the idea of doing something in response to mm-hmm. hearing the thing. So you listen and mm-hmm. then respond. And not just us when not just us when God tells us something and we're listening and then do something, but when we pray to God, God does something right? and so, he listens. Yeah, exactly. There is a listen. It like, it creates that mirror image on both sides, just mm-hmm. as the first video said, you Two talk, but also God talks back in some way. You but then also stuff. God responds as we respond in mm-hmm. some way. So there is, and it makes you think of Richard Rohr's uh, center for action and contemplation. That's his whole thing. It's like you, do contemplative prayer, you do this meditative prayer, but that like draws you into action to do something out in the world. Yes. So it's not that you just sit quietly so that you can just sit quietly some more, but Mm -hmm. you you sit quietly and meditate and contemplate to go out and be inspired to do things. Right. And it's also similar to our Sunday corporate worship that we're not just there to, you know, feel how great we are and to be hanging with all our church friends. Which it has been. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine, but it's also at the very end of the liturgy, the deacon sends us out into the yes. world. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, to go out and to proclaim the good news. But then, exactly, it em- it emboldens us to go and be people of God in the Jesus movement, which is what we've been talking about throughout this course. But I think, yes, it's cause and effect and effect and cause. So. Right. so some of the questions for this age group, for this video, are why is it important to pray? Just in the very beginning, uh, what are some different ways that we can pray? So this is another time of um, examining and exploring some other options for what prayer can look like. And then what is the role of listening in prayer? Mm-hmm. And why is it important to listen when we pray? And then what is the connection between praying and doing? And I think it would be a really interesting conversation for you to share your ideas about that and to hear what your child has to say about the link they see between praying and an action for your action where your prayer is. That's right. <laughs> okay. So we're going to move to the 11 to 18 year olds and the right 13 classes. Okay. And now we're moving into the right 13, 11 to 18 type age group. Um, the video resource that we have for this week is from, Soul Super Soul Sunday from Oprah. Um, she is talking and interviewing um, with Anne Lamott. She is Presbyterian, and she wrote. She's an author, and she writes many great books. I loved her book Traveling Mercies. Um, that actually Bob Carney got me. It was a very good book. Yes. Um, Thank you, Bob. Yes. Shout out to Bob. Um, but in it, you know, this was a little interview she did with Oprah and. Uh, the video talks about how she thinks that praying is more of an honest conversation and that we can do it in small little words. And she actually has a book called Help, Wow, and Thanks, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and just talks about like these little simple ways we can pray. Mm-hmm. And in developmentally, I think it's good because she's kind of a rebel in and of herself, like the author, you know, she's not very conventional. Um, and in the video, she talks about like, well, you can... You know, praying is also being angry at God, and I'm not going to be a good sport about this, and stomping your foot indignantly at God. And I think um, this is good because 11 to 18, you know, you're beginning to make your own decisions about how they want to do things, uh, being honest and authentic with authority figures, and able to show 
frustration in a constructive manner that you can channel that energy into something good and um, vent and just talk to God like he's a friend, but also an authority figure. And even venting is something that venting is a thing you can do. Like you can bring, it makes me think of the Psalms because there's so much Mm. lamenting that happens in the Psalms. And it's clearly such a deep part of Jewish tradition and Christian tradition and scriptural tradition is that like you bring all this pain and sadness to God. Right. And just in doing that is just that presenting is transformative. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that just bringing it is not the only thing you need to do. Honestly, you know? the psalmist was like the epitome of like an angsty teen. Like honest, <laughs> that's how I first started identifying with scripture, honestly, because uh-huh. I wasn't raised in the church. I would read the psalms and was like, man, this guy's de- or woman yeah. is very depressed. But, but very so, honest. But very honest, which I appreciated. It wasn't flowery at all. It's just like straight up. He's right. very paranoid. Right. But um, I mean, it's like not only do we have Jesus on the cross say, saying, God, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Right, it's transparent. But we also have the psalm saying, God, where are you? Exactly. And like that's part of the human experience and part of our tradition to say, where are you, God? Mm -hmm. What is going on? And she's saying that you can pray anytime, anywhere. So that is one of the questions. Another question is, uh, if you can pray anywhere, is there a need for set prayers? Like the ones in the Book of Common Prayer, like the Lord's Prayer. Like why do we need set prayers? Mm -hmm. And that has like language like thou and thee and why do we need that? Mm -hmm. Lamott says, some phrases that can be used as prayers are wow and thank you. And so the question you can ask your kid is, uh, can you think of other very simple prayers using one or two words and or phrases? Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry, um, help, Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. And um, in the video she talks about, at the very end, it's very kind of random, where she talks, Oprah asks her about her name for God. And her name for God is Phil, and it's a little anecdote. Uh, but the question is, can you think of other names to call God when you pray? Another gift Bob Carney got me, shout out to Bob, <laughs> is a bookmark with gender-neutral names for God. It was like listening friend and gracious present and creator. Mm-hmm. So it's just, but then it's also like, what are other names for God yeah. and that we can call them when we're praying to them, so that was that and uh we thought we it was a good resource and we hope you enjoy the resources overall for this week yeah so there you go yeah if you have any questions email me well you'll be emailing us but yeah. my email address tremaine d at st paulcathedral.org we look forward to uh hearing from you next week and uh well not hearing well we would love to hear from you actually but mm-hmm. you hear from us every week. So uh, yes. send us something. Send us some feedback. Send us some questions. We'd love to answer them. Send us cat videos. Send us cat videos even. We'll put yeah. them. We'll use them. We'll figure out a way to use them as resources. Mm-hmm. So until next week, uh, thank you, everybody. And bye. Thank you. Bye. bye.